I'm so in the black, it's not even funny. What? Wait, no, I have that wrong. We're so in the black, it's not even funny. <laughs> Visceralist podcast episode 90. <laughs> Visceralist at gmail.com and at Visceralist. There's a, that's from a, that's a super deep cut. That, that doesn't even qualify as a deep cut because it's too obscure. We're so in the black, it's not even funny. There's a, there's a documentary uh, called Dig uh, from like 2004. And it's about these two bands um, that were friends. Uh, one is called the Dandy Warhols. Uh, fairly well known. The other one is called the Brian Jonestown Massacre. Oh, okay. And I was I was watching. It's actually really good. Um, if you like, I don't know behind the scenes backstories. Like this, the filmmaker had access to like both bands for like a period of like seven or eight years, and followed them and and put them together and yeah. sort of comparing okay. um, their pop their relative popularity because the Danny Warhols blew up. Brian Jones, Tom Asker didn't, but they have a pretty strong cult following. But uh, there's a commentary track that the singer from the Dandy Warhols does on the documentary. This guy's name is Courtney Taylor Taylor. It's, the last two Taylors are hyphen. Taylor Taylor. Okay. <laughs> the last two, Taylor, he's born Courtney Taylor, and he just added, I was just looking this up, he added the second hyphenated Taylor it's spelled the same way, and apparently he, he just doesn't like even being asked about it, and so he doesn't he doesn't really explain why he did anyway. So he got it. He just put it on there. He, what the name? Added the Taylor. He added another Taylor, yeah, oh. and a hyphen. But he does the commentary track, and like at some point in the documentary, they're talking like in the movie, they're talking about. Um, you know how much money the band made like and they if they pay for the second album and because you know with, with you know music you have to recoup in your advance and he says like he's he's sort of laughing that someone is saying the dandy warhols weren't making any money and he says over the commentary track in the most snide i mean if you look at this guy he's just looks like a snide you know hipster yeah and he says Oh no, that's not. We look. We are so in the black. It's not even funny. Meaning that you know they're they're good money wise. Oh gosh. <laughs> Let's get it right into uh, on that note. Uh, the <laughs> trifling in NYC. Hmm. Uh, I I have a a, a quick and silly one, but uh, why don't you go? Yours sounded really interesting, so why don't you? Once you go first. All right. So, um, maybe like two weeks ago, I can't believe I never even mentioned this to you since I know we both have our clown issues, but, uh, it was <laughs> clown meaning like, like the circus performer yeah. as opposed to just like trifling doofus. <laughs> I mean, we also have those issues as well, but, uh, <laughs> certainly do. <laughs> so, um, this was a night. I don't remember what day of the week it was, but I was coming home from a basketball game. Um, actually, it was kind of close to you. It was in your neighborhood. Not that far. Oh, could have walked there. Oh. Dang, I should have gave you the heads up. Oh, I should have gave had you a... the heads up on that. <clears throat> I too, you said two weeks ago? Uh, oh, I had a broken leg that day, so I couldn't I couldn't have walked over there. Uh, no, 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 no. Was it recuperating? That's Okay. That's all right. Next time. Next one. Next Definitely time. Next I'll time. let you know. I'll, I'll plan ahead and send you the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, but this particular day, so as you know, I play in two leagues. So this is relevant to the story. I'll, I'll tell you why. So okay. <laughs> I play in two. And that day, they were both scheduled games for the same day. But the, the times were such that I could play in the first. Then I had travel time to go to the next and rest a little and then play again. So that's what I decided you to do. Two full basketball games in a row, just with how much rest? In one night, um, probably like from the uh, from the, from the first game was up at Hunter, and then the second game was like on the Second Avenue, hmm, on the East Side. Yeah. Oh, I I definitely couldn't have walked that far. I don't know. 
not with my broken leg. <laughs> of course not. Um, <laughs> and then I had like maybe another 20 minutes after I, after the travel time. So it wasn't bad. All right. Um, so I, I say all that to say that by the time I got to the train to go home, I was pretty tired. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I had to, what did we have to do? Yeah. So at that point, you know, things happen with the trains as the, as the night goes on later in the night, they don't necessarily run regular schedules. So right. I couldn't take just one train all the way through as I normally would. I had to transfer at, at a stop and then wait for my other train to come. So mm-hmm. as, I'm, as I'm waiting, I'm getting annoyed because I just want to be home. I'm tired at this point. Um, and, and then the train pulls up and like I, where I'm standing, I could see people's faces. Like they're puzzled. Some people are laughing. Some people look annoyed, puzzled. And I'm like, oh man. And then these are people you can see on the train. Yeah. It's one of the newer trains. So it's really As bright it's on the inside. In. Right. As it's slowing down the doors and I see them and then, right. oh no. And then I see the man dressed as some type of like dirt clown. (laughs) (laughs) Say dirt is the last adjective I was expecting to hear there. Uh, I was expecting demonic, uh, goofy, I don't know, maybe rainbow bright I, I would have expected before. Dirt clown. Okay. It's just his outfit was dirty. So I get on and then he Oh. Dirty clown. Yeah, but it's like it was almost like an Easter bunny, like pullover, coverall type of thing that he was wearing. Like uh like the like the Donnie Darko outfit? No, it was like pink, but it was all dirty. Okay. And he had like a clown nose. It, it, he didn't look very like fun or friendly or jolly. No. But he had a lot of positive energy, and like he was very energetic. He was talking. I don't. I don't know if you've ever seen these. So it was like a headset, and it had the microphone, and then mm-hmm. around his neck is the speaker. So he's talking yeah. with this contraption on the train, doing his clown thing. Well, wait. Was the, this wasn't. Was this to the point where everyone was sort of pushed against one side of the car because they were scared of him, or was he in the mix of? The he car? was in the mix, but it was late, so it wasn't super crowded. So he had okay. he had space to move around, but where he was doing the most movement, people had sort of left the area because they didn't want to deal with it. So I got on and I make eye contact with this woman who's riding, and my her face and my I was like my eyes got real big. So I was like, what the fuck is this? And then she looked at me and started <laughs> laughing. She was enjoying it. She was like clapping along and and participating mm. in his songs. Mm. Um, and participating so, in the songs. What, what oh, song? there were songs, and like I, I can't even say them. And then I'll I'll get to one song he tried to make me sing with him. Um, <laughs> yes, this is what I'm saying. Like, well, we've gotten to that point in the podcast. <laughs> so ridiculous. So he gets he's starting right, and I'm right next to him where he is so i'm standing by the one of the doors and there's a pole right in front of me so his stuff is there and that's like his home base that was my first mistake i probably should have moved away from like his his base of operations yes but i i was tired like i said and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna stay here i only have it's only two stops it was atlantic seven three three stops to go so i was like i can deal with this for three stops right Okay. Um, so he's about to get started. He introduces himself because there's new people on the train now. And then some lady recognizes him and calls him out. She's like, Oh, you're not going by such and such clown anymore. Like this other name. <laughs> and he goes, Oh, cho, 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 cho. no, 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 no. I was like, what? <laughs> what? Yeah. I was I was like, like no, the, guy, he had to rebrand that, himself. That, Did something happen? I was like, no. yeah, seems like it. <laughs> so that was like, that was yeah. So I was like, oh man, it's going downhill from here. There's no way this is getting better. No. Um. So he starts doing his thing. He's making a lot of noise. It's fairly late. There's some kid in a stroller. Um, baby, she starts crying. 
Um, and then he goes, well, she was like, you know, it's late, so she's probably sleeping. He's loud as fuck with this microphone, and then... What is he talking about? What kind of stuff is he talking about? <sighs> he was, like, trying to make jokes. He was singing songs. Um, and then oh, at the end... Doing, I like, go, some kind of, like, a vaudeville show? Yeah, and then at the end, like, before I got off, he, he went into this, um... Oh, man, like, some spoken word. Like, <laughs> but then all of a sudden it turned to be about God. And then he turned into a DJ, and he was like, wait, 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 I'm going to bring that back. So you listen, listen, listen to the words. And they said it like three times. I'm like, All right, man, please. Hmm. I, could, I just want to get off this train. Um, but so the girl, the baby started crying, and so he goes over to try and, like, console her. <laughs> but I'm like, you're probably terrifying this girl right now. You disturbed her, and now she's got your, like <laughs> – loud ass all in her face and some old woman in a cross is starts she puts her book down she starts getting mad at him leave her alone leave her alone you're scaring her you're scaring <laughs> telling this yeah. guy that he's scaring the baby somebody is filming this whole you know more than one person oh, this whole God. interaction and he kind of likes that they're filming it and so of course so that right now are you gonna be in some are you in these videos i, I don't see how i'm not but I haven't been able to find it on the internet. Because at one point, he gets up in my face to try and have me sing this song with him. So his sing-along song is like, mm-hmm. it's a, some call and response. He's like, I say, boop, boop, bop, and then you're supposed to say it back. And I was like, what the fuck? And so he's going to people on the train, getting this, and he comes to me, he's like, boop, bop, 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 boop, bop. I just, I just go. <laughs> I, I, he started it off lower than that like boobop bop so I was like and he put it up and I delayed I was like okay I'll play along I go boobop bop and I just did that one and then and then <laughs> uh, that's that's actually pretty clever on his, his part and yeah, then because no one just is going to get into some full on like scat routine yeah so then he tries to take it up another level like boobop bop and I, I just shook my head and put my hand up and waved my hands like I said no, no, no. It's yeah. a good idea. So then he moved on to this other woman, that woman that I made eye contact with in the beginning, and um, she was she was all for it. She went back and forth with him for like a minute. Oh wow! Yeah. But this was this this wasn't the woman who had known him from before. No, no, that woman. He stayed away from her. So, hmm, <laughs> hmm. Maybe he maybe he had a different name when the uh, clown outfit was was a little more clean. It was fresh, fresh clown. Uh, um. Well, let me ask you this, or I'll wait till you're done. I do have one. I mean, part. that's that's about it. And then that just continued till the train came. And then he did. I mean, till my stop came. He did his little rap, spoken word rap, before I got off. And then it turned into like, don't follow the. It was something about like be yourself. And then it turned into something about God. And then I left. Uh, uh yep. Um, did he require you to put your phone into any sort of a pouch, uh, that locked over the course of? His performance? No, 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 none of that was required. He, he, see, okay, he's, well, he's hoping so, that you, know, you share it. Every, every cloud. Oh, he's, <laughs> he's hoping that you share. I it. think so because he kept giving out his information. You can find me Instagram on this, this. I mean, like I was saying before yeah. we started, I tried to look for him, but I couldn't remember that name. I think I just blocked it out, but yeah, I couldn't find that's, him. That's probably for the best. Yeah. I'll t- I'll take a quick look look around and I'll I'll let you know if I come across anything anything resembling that yeah because there's no I know somebody was recording when he was in my face asking that boop bop stuff it's like they got you got you on got the view of you doing the the first boop bop whatever <laughs> so it wasn't even a recognizable song no just, no just like bebop and the scatting yeah I, I don't i don't understand it like it wasn't fun for me like even if i wasn't tired oh no like it wouldn't have been fun anyway i don't understand yeah i'm not sure i would have i would have i mean i would have had my headset in listening to some probably podcast uh probably one of our podcasts uh but That's right i don't i would have just looked down and just ignored him and then 
because especially if I'm tired, especially if I oh god, after playing two basketball games, yeah, I'd probably well, I'd probably be in an Uber heading back. I'm not dealing with the subway after all that. Oh, did you win the games? Um, okay, you don't. We lost. Fuck, we lost both games that night. <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Uh, you win some, you lose some. <laughs> it's about the com- camaraderie, most certainly. And the clowns. Maybe if he had been there at your game, hyping you up. Getting the crowd into it with the boob out? Uh, um, you know, there's something to be said for for a little hype man in the crowd. Huh. A little hype, huh. yeah, you know? Huh. Maybe, I'll tell you what, if I find this guy, you can look into hiring him for one of your games. Get the crowd hype. That's right. I mean, there's no real crowd, just like... Thought- the benches. I've been to one. I have actually been to one of your games. That was different was because everyone's a lot. There's a lot of games that night, and that was the championship. Oh, that's right. They did. It was like a mini tourney. Yeah, you saw like that night. There were like four championship games in a row for all the different divisions. Oh, that was for different. Okay, I got it. Uh, well, mine is not nearly as interesting or involved with yours, but it was it was silly. So. I had to note it, and it actually happened um, in D.C. I was down there, um, and I usually take the bus back to New York. Right. Um, it's about a four-hour trip, and um, I was uh, waiting in the line. It's it's annoying because you have to you have to wait outside uh, to line up for these buses. Um, it's usually not too bad, but I like getting there early so I can get a good seat. Mm-hmm. And this time I had gotten there relatively early. Um, and uh, I was waiting in line, and there's people ahead of me were, it looked like it was a couple, and then like an older couple, maybe, you know, late 50s. And then their their friend, who's this guy, uh, around the same age. And he, he, um, he did this one thing, like there was this group of young people that had sort of gotten there early. Uh, and then this other older woman came at later after I came, I was just watching all this and she was said something like, Oh, I was here before oh, I should have sat down because I was here first, actually. So I guess she got there first left to go somewhere and then came back. And by the time she came back, all of us were here. There's like this group of teens. Um, and then the old couple, the dude, and then me. And so the dude, was he was like he heard what this old woman said and he's like oh no 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 you go you go ahead of those teens here I'll come with you. Whoa 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 okay okay no way I'll I'll let this continue I'll let this play out. I mean I was sort of like yeah it's like like this old woman she can if she was here she's not gonna just lie about being first or whatever she probably and even if she did wasn't here first she can go ahead of some teens like i was actually on board with him for there but my only reason i point that out is like he was just kind of like looking for like stuff to do i think he just wanted to sort of be in charge i it seemed like he was sort of i got the vibe that he's maybe this is his first time on this particular bus line and he's a little nervous, but he still wanted to take control. It was a weird dynamic. But anyway, he took <laughs> the woman to wanted the front. to take control. I like that. He definitely was like sort of type A or maybe wannabe type A, but he's just like he wanted wanted attention, maybe. That was just just wanted something to do. Wanted attention. And so he comes back and he's um he's looking at me and I'm wearing like a like a like a windbreaker. Um, from this company called Heli Hansen. That's right. This, this Norwegian uh, clothing line that I've gotten into lately. Um, and so he, I'm, of course, have my headset in. Oh no! Oh no! That's right. I was un, I was untangling my my. Earbuds. Oh, you're getting ready to go. So he. Okay. So he's. I was getting ready. No, no. I was getting ready to put my headset in while we're still waiting in line, and he saw his opportunity with me because I was getting ready to listen to something. But I wasn't listening then. Mm. So he, tur- he turns to me and he's like, he identifies the Heli Henson label. He's like, oh, Heli Henson, were you a sailor? <laughs> uh huh. I'm like thinking, uh-huh. I'm like, well, Heli Henson is no, I guess it's known, it may be known for sailing, but you know, it's Norwegian, so mostly known for like cold weather 
like stuff and ski i think skiing actually um so maybe sailing i don't i don't know i don't care but i'm like no just a fan of norwegian clothing lines you you a sailor yes you a sailor yeah and so that little gambit hadn't worked for him to to start a a full-on conversation with me because i was still untangling my earbuds i was like i don't know i it's it's fine but whatever so then he looks up at my hat that i'm wearing and uh listeners can find a photo of this hat in my Insta- in the instagram for visceralist um but essentially it's uh it's from the les clothing company one of my favorite streetwear brands in the, in the neighborhood and they do a lot of um sort of logo parody designs where they take sort of take a, an existing logo and put L-E, the letters L-E-S into it. So I have one of their hats is a parody of the E Saint Laurent logo, uh, which is just a Y-S-L put, put together, sort of combined together. But they change it to L-E-S, but with a similar font and design, right? Right. So he takes a look at my hat and that logo, and he's like, oh... Uh, you're a fan of Roger Federer? So you got the, I see you got the Roger Federer monogram uh, <sighs> up on your hat. <laughs> I mean, you are a fan of Roger, though. I'm not only a fan of Roger Federer, I'm a fan of that specific monogram, which is like a combined RF, super minimalist. And I even have a t-shirt that has that logo on it <laughs> that I bought because I like that monogram so much. But this hat definitely wasn't that and so i'm like no no this is uh it says les actually and he's like no 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 i see it yeah no that's roger federer the implication being that i didn't even know what i was wearing well, well, yeah so he's telling you no <laughs> you, you don't know what you're talking about buddy let me, yeah. let me tell you what you're wearing right now yeah um and so yeah i was like no no see and i will say he was a little short of me so, like, it could be that just from the angle, he could see, he could only see part of the logo, couldn't see the full thing. Um, so maybe he just caught a quick glimpse of it. He's like, "Oh yeah, I got it." RF. Let me talk to. That's fair. That. Yeah. So, uh, but I was like, "No, no, it's see, it's." I, I mean, I didn't take it off, but I think I sort of bent down a little bit, which he might not have liked. Um, and. He's like, oh, okay. So what? What is that now? And I'm like, I explain streetwear to him. Explain what the Lower East Side is to him. Oh, wait, wait, wait! You did like a full breakdown of what the hat was. Well, you know, I get touchy about the LES, so I had to make sure <laughs> there's no confusion. So yeah, but no, and he was fine. He's like, oh, okay. And then he just turned back to his friends. And um, and I put my earbuds in, and uh, I think I actually did start listening to our, some old episodes of our our show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, but it's interesting, you know. Um, you and I were were hanging out with some other friends recently, and um, one of the guys we were with, who I will say was tall and taller than me, he actually like quickly. He's like, "Oh yeah, Yves Saint Laurent. Uh, it's a parody. Oh, Les. Okay, cool." Like he got it right away. Got the whole breakdown right away. He was pretty sharp. Sharp guy. Yeah. Uh, so that's it. Thoughts? Anything? I don't know. Was I on wait, wait, wait. So go back to the to the woman. Oh. So yeah. she just went to the front of the line. No issues. Nobody said anything. <laughs> and it was just good. It was all good. Yeah. I mean, what what is gonna happen? What are the te- you think the teenagers are gonna beat her up or something? No, I thought that maybe they would say something, but at the you know at the same time, it's not like the they're at the back of the line. Yeah, they were still close to the front. Yeah, that would be an yeah. issue if they were if it was the, maybe the middle of the line would be an issue, and she was like a more like a Uncle Leo type who's just like, oh, I'm an old man. Is this where I stand? I'm just gonna stand here. <laughs> I can see that being right. an issue. Older woman by herself. That's not like yeah. Yeah. And it, well, and and I know like this guy, the the you know buddy boy, he was looking for those teens to say something because he wanted he was going to be like I, he had a whole lecture delivered like in his head ready to go for them, um, but the teen no they were totally cool they looked like a touring group that was maybe just it was only like it was like eight of them and it, they looked like they had just come down 
to DC for the weekend or something like that. I think I've taken the bus once or twice. Which which one do you take? You take the Greyhound. Uh, I don't. I don't I actually don't want to say because it's. I actually really like it, and it's not that crowded, and it goes. Mm. It's it's a more independent type than a, than a Greyhound. I'll just say that. I mean, I'll tell you offline if you want to know, because yeah, you should. Yeah, I yeah, highly yeah, recommend. Yeah. Curious. It. I mean, because I. I do not like having to go through Port Authority. Oh, yeah. They well, maybe I took Peter Pan. I think oh. I took Peter Pan. I just The bus itself was fine, but just having to, to deal with Port Authority and wait down there in the basement, yeah, awful experience. Mm-hmm. No, I, I, I'm with you on that. And this, this bus line actually, it's in a very convenient spot. Um, uh, uh, between, I'll say between 23rd Street and Oh, it's one of those Street. ones that you... Get it, go and get on the street. Okay, okay. Yeah, well, I'll, t- I'll tell you offline. But yeah, yeah. if you when you're going down there again, I'll I highly recommend it. So, um, but speaking of DC, uh, nope, no clear transition there. Uh, curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> it's like, all right, what's he got going here? <laughs> I was looking forward to that one. I for a minute, I for a split second, I was like, "We're doing." We're, t- we're I thought we were going to talk about Succession, and so, <laughs> and not, so, in that moment is when I said DC, and then I was like, "Oh wait, no, it's Curb." Okay, no, yeah, it's okay. They did a season in New York, but n- no, no, none in DC not yet. Anyway, Curb Your Enthusiasm season ten. Wow has started um the first three episodes have aired as of the time of this recording um or actually the third one has was released early on hbo go now um so we but we watched all three um i don't know like what do you do you remember season nine at all do you how are you feeling did you miss uh... season nine aired in 2017 did you miss Season nine was great. That was New York, right? No, season eight was New York. Wait, wait, what, what's wrong? Oh, season nine was when he they left to go to France. He's talking and complaining. It's like, oh no, I got a thing. You know, I I actually. Or was that season eight still? That was still. I season think eight? that was still season eight. And I think season seven season was the Seinfeld reunion. What was season nine? Season nine, and I've I've just been watching. Uh, like I did sort of a, a re- rewatch of just the first few episodes of season nine recently. And it's just, um, it's uh, Ted Danson has started dating Cheryl and, oh, oh, there's a fat, the fatwa. Yeah. So Larry gets a fatwa. Oh, yes. Yes. The Was that the, he's wearing the, did they do the musical? He tries to do the musical, but he, he gets the fatwa on him for even thinking about it. And so he has to wear this like gray wig and a mustache yeah. and he's living in a hotel yeah. for a while <laughs> okay all right okay so right. Gotcha. but this but the key what a key plot point for season nine is that ted danson is dating cheryl um yes. and that that is carried into as we as we start season 10 that's still going on um so we'll just listen we'll, we'll talk we're just going to talk about all three episodes uh with with spoilers um, for me, it's, they actually kind of blend together, so it's, it's going to be tough to pick out right. anything, but I don't know, do you have any specific I thoughts? mean, the last two blend together, because I watched them pretty yeah. recently. Yeah, like, same here. Close together. Um, but what do you, what do you think about, away, so, you said? Well, let's talk about the, the, the key plot point is... There's two key plot points that are going to be, I guess, probably overarching for the se- this season. One of which is that Larry slept with Cheryl in the first episode uh, behind Ted's back and is trying to get her back. And then two uh, is Larry is opening up, <laughs> opening up a coffee shop next door to another coffee shop. <clears throat> Excuse me. Because the Mocha Joe, so there's a Mocha Joe coffee shop. And he has some beef with the owner of that place, and the store. Coincidentally, the store next door to Mocha Joe's in the strip mall like goes out of business. Larry decides to lease the space, and he has plans to open up his own coffee shop called Latte Larry's. And so, in the early part of the season, he's uh, trying to build it out. So, 
So what are your thoughts That'll on That'll be funny. Um, I like it so far. <clears throat> I like how Larry, like, I guess this is just one of the themes of Curbed, how he comes up with these phrases and names for things and just says them like people are supposed to know and like they're commonplace. Like what? Um, like this one, he's just been, I noticed he's been saying Spite Store. Open up the yeah. Spite Store. Yeah. I got a Spite Store. <laughs> Ted Danson was like, I don't know what that is, but. Oh, I don't want you seeing Cheryl. Side sitting. Side sitting, Cheryl. Oh, yeah, side sit. Oh, yeah, sorry. The other big plot point is that Larry is, like, inadvertently sexually harassing, I think, both his oh, assistant yeah. and, or his former, his assistant who leaves, and then also some server at a at a dinner party. But Well, you know, that's funny, because the server has sort of disappeared. She's got to come back at some point, because that's the one he well, yeah, definitely did something. That's why I'm surprised, because he, he sort of inadvertently grabs her... her chest um in episode yeah, one he was going for those for those whatever was on that tray i don't remember pigs, pigs, in, the, a pigs in the blanket <laughs> which <laughs> it is it is heartening to see that like rich people dinner parties they still just will have pigs in a blanket and actually now that i think about it i went to a swanky um uh, prim- well, it was a premiere of the irishman in in new york and it was at a museum and they had a reception beforehand and they did have they had pigs in a blanket there just with servers walking walking around on trays i'm not even joking it's very common so anyway sorry go ahead um so far i've i've really liked it for me not enough leon but it's only 3 episodes he was in the second and the third one more oh, right. than the other two um I'm just curious. There's there's a lot of setup. There's, I mean, it's some classic Larry. A couple of it has been like a little cringe for me. Mm-hmm. Like what? Like a little too much. Like all right, Larry, let's let's take it easy. I think we talked about that. Like the first episode was like when he snapped that yeah. selfie stick. Like, there's this right. montage. Right. Of, it's like the first takes like the first five minutes. There's this montage of grumpy Larry yeah. being old, where he snaps a selfie stick. He does some other stuff. He's complaining to some woman that she shouldn't be jogging while she's pregnant um, on a treadmill. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I have to imagine they're paying, they're going to pay that off because, I mean, there have been other things where it's like him just compl- like super didactically complaining about modern life. Like when he tries to open that plastic clamshell packaging um, that has like, you know, like a new cell phone in it. And he, he, he can't, mm-hmm. he's in this kitchen and he like takes a hammer to it and some scissors and he just can't do it. Like, I mean, that's just clearly him griping about something. Yes. So I feel like he did, he's done a, a bit of that this season. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to see, I'm going to see how it goes, but these other two episodes less so, but it's just classic Larry, like just digging himself deeper into the hole with the sexual harassment. Yeah. Um, like it's been pretty hilarious just to watch him. He's like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, and to be clear, <laughs> like he just he can't help himself sometimes. Like it's, just stop. Yeah, just that's stop. that's what he needs is a just like stop mechanism in his head. Um, to know just to shut up and you know to be to be clear to listeners, we we don't take sexual harassment at all lightly. Um. And you know, I think the way the way they're presenting it here, I don't think is punching down. I, I, uh, I, I don't think so because Larry's still the butt of he's the one who's being the jackass, and he's not actually sexually harassing anyone. He's taking things too far. He definitely shouldn't have been holding that his assistant's hand and like forcing her to side sit when oh, Ted Danson walked by. Was so aggressive. Yeah. Just so see, but this is where like the hilarity gets in because he starts with his lies and his stories. And it's also goes like, I guess this is one of the common themes of curb, like how far he'll go to like, keep the lie yeah. alive, to, like to make the lie become true. <laughs> yeah. So side sitting, he was sitting with side sitting with Cheryl like the mailman saw it somehow it got relayed to back to ted danson and he said no i always side sit so that in side sit, yeah side sitting that's another one spite spite store side sitting i'd never right. heard of side sitting as a thing and when it, when i saw the episode it. title because the, the title of that episode is side sitting i thought it was going to be like sitting literally right next to 
the person so that you're both facing in the same direction. But no, ah. he's like sitting immediately to the like at a square table sitting to the side to the other person's left or right. Yes, which does look awkward. And he well, I've done before. I don't know. I don't I didn't feel like it was more intimate than sitting well, across did, the why table. Why did you do that? Cuz cuz he does it just because the table is wobbly. And side sitting doesn't even um, fix that. <laughs> just put just put some napkins under it, jeez. Well, depending on where the chair is and how big the place is, sometimes it's just more convenient because a lot of times if you're in the outside seat, that's people uh, just walking back yep. and forth. Bumping. And so, you know, I've, I've been there and been like, you know what, I'm just going to move you, to the side. Did you, this is, did you I don't have know. the phrase side sitting? Was that involved when you did that? No, I just I just sat over. Like, it wasn't a big deal. I was just like, yeah, I don't, I'm tired of people like brushing up on me and like yeah. bumping. So I just. And I get over. that. Um, side sitting spite store. Um, and actually this leads into a note that I wrote down or a quote from episode three, where he's talking about, um, uh, how at this Spanish restaurant they serve eggs, but they don't have any toast to go with it. And, yeah. uh, he's with Richard Lewis and his buddy said, and he says, and this, this could be, this could sum up the whole series to a degree, but he says, stop lecturing the world with your point of view. Oh, Yes. And yes. he says it was his delivery on that is, is great. And you know, Richard And then Richard yeah, Richard was smirking the whole time he was saying <laughs> it. Like sometimes I just like watching the interaction, like knowing that they haven't mm-hmm. written this stuff and that like I was like, Man, Richard Lewis just came up with this right now. Yeah. That's like, pretty great. Awesome. Like, yeah, they've been friends <laughs> for, for decades and you know, Richard's been on the show since season one and like, yeah, they have, I, that's a good point because I, I would have to guess that a, a lot of this show is improvised, but with some, I think with some actors, you, it needs to be more scripted or maybe, maybe it's all improvised by now. Um, but it's, it definitely seems like Richard Lewis and, and Larry's scenes, which just them, like they're just ripping. Yeah. I think anytime it's the two of them, they're just yeah. like riffing on each other, you know? Um, there was another one I liked. I, I like it when you can, well, obviously that stuff is, is based on reality and what's happening, but you know, how many times do you think that, um, man, I don't know the guy's real name, but Jeff, he probably has been oh, mistaken yeah. for Harvey Weinstein. Like that's probably based in reality. Cause he looked like him when he has that scruffy. Yeah. When he's scruffy, Jeff, like, Jeff is shit. his real name's Jeff Garland. Um, <laughs> and in the show, Jeff Green. Yeah. That's, that's, almost certainly has come up because he did look a lot like him and i could yeah. totally think from a distance if you're at a dinner party like a hollywood dinner party because you know jeff garland is is a celebrity in his own right too so it's probably come up um even in the show it's jeff green he's he's an agent and he's pretty well off but he's not like a celebrity really but right. yeah <laughs> that, i mean that was that's a pretty if you're going to tackle sexual harassment uh in a season that's a pretty, pretty obvious move to do some sort of Weinstein <laughs> comparison. Also, fuck Harvey Weinstein. I just want to be just be on record uh, as yep. fuck Harvey Weinstein as visceralist official yes. point of view. Anyway, um, so yeah, this the but go, going back to the, that quote: "Stop lecturing the world with your point of view." That's what keeps getting him in trouble too. Like you said, with the sexual harassment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, come on, like, or what, what's the side, the spite store? I mean, the spite store is like, how did that, that started just because he, he complained that the scone at Mocha Joe's, he complained about and the, the scone and the coffee, enough, which he demonstrated. Like, well, look, you, you see, now, let me, I, yeah, I agree with Larry on that. Coffee's supposed to be hot. If you was a customer, if it's not hot, that's that's part of the enjoyment of coffee is that it's a warm beverage, a hot beverage. Warm or hot. I see. I don't like it too hot. I like I like warm. Right, but it shouldn't be that like well, Larry of course takes it over the top, he sticks his nose in it, but you shouldn't like be able to stick your nose in the coffee and be like, Yeah, yeah. this is a good temperature. Yeah, no. it seems like you could use like a pinky finger. Um and it was it did seem pretty quick shortly after the purchase of the coffee that he was able to stick his nose in it comfortably so it probably was served to him it's exactly. lukewarm at best and he has mocha joe actually uh, 
don't know if you recall, in the Seinfeld reunion season, Mocha Joe has a, a cart um, on the lot where they're shooting the Seinfeld reunion. And so he gets into it with, with him that season. Do you remember that? Yeah, see, I, I couldn't remember. I knew he was on there before, but I yeah, couldn't remember beef, his storyline. That beef is also really sense. stupid. It's essentially Larry somehow owes Mocha Joe a favor through some mix-up. And Mocha Joe cashes in on the favor by saying, I want you to go to some one side of town to pick up some coffee beans and deliver them here because I'm out. And Larry's like, he balks at it at first. And then he he finally agrees to do it. And that leads to him missing out on a on a reunion with Cheryl, I think, or a date with Cheryl. Uh, so there's that. But at that point, he only has like a, a kiosk uh, on the lot. So he's he's expanded into a brick and mortar or possibly one of several, um, but he, but, but Mocha Joe, the character, works there and runs it. So I could see him giving him giving Larry a, a cold coffee just to spite him, spite coffee, a spite drink, <laughs> spite coffee. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So uh, overall, I'm I'm excited to see where this goes. You know, I, I, I it's you know Larry being Larry. Um, I I was happy to see that they sort of backed off of him being as aggressively Larry yeah. from that first yeah, episode. Definitely. I was like, all right. It definitely felt better. Um, Yeah. But this, uh, you know, I like his interactions with his lawyer, too. Oh, that shit's yeah. been cracking me up. A new lawyer. <laughs> is this guy, I don't... <laughs> this guy's, this actor is great for this. Like, this role is perfectly written, and this actor is great. Because he's, he's so futzy. <laughs> about the trash, the, the yeah. bathroom, the trash. What? Now I have a half-eaten apple in the bin. Yeah, <laughs> this whole thing with the if there's not a liner. I mean, he's kind of right. If there's no liner in it, it is weird. But you gotta you gotta pay attention. If you have that, you got. I don't know. There's got to be some way of like, you can't get mad at someone for assuming that it's a trash bin. Exactly. That's what and, I'm saying. Um, and I think he might might read. So I think this was episode three, but there's a whole thing about um, fake f- decorative fruit that looks. And I guess mm-hmm. I guess That's episode three. has feels very realistic, like is really solid, not like chintzy plastic. Um, so I don't know what stuff is made of. Maybe like rocks that are polished and then painted. But it seems like. So he he got pissed off that Larry used his bathroom, and then two episodes later, well, no, he accused, he accused Larry. But then he asked him in a deposition where he was under oath, and it, and it cut before <laughs> yeah. it cut before that Larry so gave good. his answer. I think the implication is that he had to admit it. That's my read. But in any case, in any <laughs> case, think, my yeah, it, me too. Cause, oh yeah, because I think he did say you used my bathroom yeah, in the next. Yeah, episode. that's right. When he was adding like to his list of grievances yeah. against so Larry, my my theory is that he offered Larry a fruit, knowing that he would bite into it just to mess with him as payback for the bathroom use. What are your thoughts? I don't know. He looked he looked genuinely shocked that Larry went for it. I I think he wanted it as a practical joke, like he was. I think he was really well, going the for a practical joke, like he was saying. But he didn't. Ex- he didn't expect him to bite it. Like, have an apple, and then Larry's gonna pick it up and realize it was fake and not bite it. But oh, Larry went so all the like, way. Have and an did apple. It. Oh, yeah. Larry picks it up. Oh, you took my advice and got just decorative fake fruit as opposed to having decorative real fruit. Right. But yeah, who's decorative I've... real fruit? I've never heard of that. Yeah, decorative real fruit. I mean, I I'm trying to think back. I used to work at a doctor's office, and. I feel like there was fruit there, but I that didn't didn't get used that often. But I think it was available for people. But then, like Larry was complaining about, like, or no, uh, Susie was. Yeah, if you just have decorative fruit and you don't expect people to eat it, then it just rots and then flies. Like, yeah, I don't understand. Well, I think you you would just change it out every two days or so, two or three days, which is wasteful. I mean, I mean, I guess you're you just could. throwing it away. Well, I guess you could. But I, don't, I don't. I mean, I, I, I have a sense that lawyer. That process. lawyer is too futzy. He's throwing it away. I would bet because he had like seven apples in there. Oh, this reminds me. I did not like that 
dating that date scene where they oh, were yeah. recording things and yeah I, that turned me off i was like oh you know what I, it went on for too long it i feel went like on it for was... too long and i actually i was cringing so bad that i had to skip it in fact mm. i skipped i when i saw what the joke was and where he was going with it i was i think i think when he started when he was like okay just to be safe we should record this interaction and then she's like yeah sure that's when I was like, okay, I'm just skipping to the next scene. I don't, I don't, this is making me uncomfortable. <laughs> and it's like, he does cringe comedy every, every now and then in the show. It's a big part of the show generally, but that was yeah. too far. The whole, I mean, having a whole season where sexual harassment is a big part of it is, I mean, you're, you're walking a tightrope there, guy. Um, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I don't, you know, he's, he's no expert in this field and he, he was, is he was a rich close, like rich white dude you know like yeah. super rich <laughs> so you, you, i'm just saying you got to be careful when you when you're getting into that oh world. he's been he's been towing that line i'm trying to see how far he's going he does even with the um he does do a good job of towing it for the most part yeah like even because i think he like he'll himself as the character larry david gets really close maybe almost goes over but it's always playing against somebody else that's like that's too much, man. Yeah. Or like, like, what are you talking about? You got to take it easy. Yeah, and he's always the butt of it. It's not. Yes. It's not the person who has less power, and that that's the whole thing with punching up versus punching down in comedy. Um, you don't want to ma- basically just make fun of have a, a powerful person make fun of a less powerful person. He's a, you want the powerful person to be the butt of the joke, and the sh- and in the show he is, and Jeff is too. Um, especially when the, we got to talk about that painting of Susie and then I, we should probably wrap Man. up soon, but, um, yeah, that painting was amazing. I it loved was, it, but that was, was it, it was too, I, I was wondering, like, it had to be a photo that was made to look like a painting. You can't actually, I, I don't know if I that. like that they've given no details about it or I don't like it. Is that you think that's going to come in later? Because people um, kept asking him. He's given no details about the painting. He just showed up. Yeah, and he was. They were asking who did it, and he was just like some guy that I know. Yeah, I, I sort of doubt it'll come up again. It was really funny, and Susie loving it was also really funny. And Jeff hating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, it was super funny. <laughs> And like that, they played that dynamic really well at the dinner where Larry's like, Larry and Jeff have some beef and then they can't talk about it, but they then address it through um, their faux appreciation of the painting after it gets messed up. And Jeff having to be like, yeah, no, you should definitely fix it. Take as long as you need to fix it too. (laughs) And Larry's like, no, I'll get it today. And I'll, I, my guy will do it right away. <laughs> it's going to be even better than before. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, they're, they're so hilarious. But, yeah, I don't know. I would have been pissed off if I was Jeff, too. Yeah, that, I mean, it's really, it's really just gaudy. I mean, it's. Yeah, but it's the thing that Susie would love. I mean, that oh, was totally. a perfect gift. But Larry must have known that Jeff would hate it. I think that was part of the reason he got it as well. Oh, we'll that's right. Jeff. Well, because Jeff asked him to get a camera, and Larry was a little incensed. He just asked him, like, I'm not, did he say I'm not a Toys R Us or something? Um, I don't know if he said that, but that's pretty good. <laughs> I'm not a Toys R Us. <laughs> I look like a big giraffe in a red sweater. Um, but no, he had already commissioned the, by that, but at the point that Jeff asked him, Larry had already commissioned it. Because he says, I have something already for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, nope, I already got it. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, any other? I don't know. I look forward to the rest of it. I am too. Yeah, it's good. I, I've been looking forward to this season since they announced it last year. Um, I'm quite pleased with the results. Um, but yeah, let's let's wrap up. Uh for the next thing, but uh, we should do Super Bowl picks really quick. Just oh, okay. Who think's gonna right. win, win or lose? I don't even know what the line is. I'm saying line Chiefs, is Chiefs by seven. The line is Kansas City uh, at one point five, which is pretty tight. 
Yeah, that's real tight. Um, and then I think the over under is uh fifty four. I think. Which. Oh, yeah, okay. Those are I. I wouldn't bet on either of those. I would, but if I had to pick, who's so you Chiefs by seven? Maybe not seven. Maybe three. Chiefs by three. Yeah. I don't think. I think Chiefs by. I put Chiefs. I don't know. I don't want to underrate Young Bosa, but uh, he's he's still young. You know, Richard Sherman's there. He's he's doing great, but I I don't know. It's Mahomes. Mahomes is uh, he's too good at running up the score. So yeah, I think so. Rock, like, I was, can rock I was a two minute drill. You know, I'm a little nervous about well the the Forty Nine defense is really good. And right. I was worried about how good their their running game is, but then I remember how the Chiefs' defense woke up and stopped Derrick Henry after he exactly. was dominating everyone yeah. for the second half of the year. So I was like, okay, so they could if that defense shows up and stops the run, then there's no way, you know, Hollywood Jimmy G is beating. <laughs> Hollywood Jimmy G, you don't you don't do. You, am I the only one who says Jimmy GQ? Oh, that's a good one. I like Jimmy GQ. That's better than mine. I think Holly, Jimmy I think GQ. Hollywood Jimmy G is. Well, I've heard. I don't know if I've even heard Hollywood Jimmy G. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard it either. <laughs> but he doesn't do much. I mean, he's. I'm not saying he's bad, but I just I'm saying he's he's not going to be a person that beats you. But he's yeah. not going to lose the game. But he's not going to win the game for you. Mm. And if they make him be the one to win the game, then they'll be all right. Yeah, I just think Mahomes is just too amazing, and it. It's. I don't. I. Th- I. I think he's. He's just too. He can run up. He's gonna run up the score on him. I think so. so. I'd, that, I'd say. But that Forty ers defense is no joke. They're no joke, and actually, with Sherman, you know, it's passing is gonna be. But I think Mahomes can do those like, those like little like seven to ten yard passes that look like he should have. He should have fallen over. And maybe he does, or he's out of bounds, or he's past the line of scrimmage, but he somehow makes it work. He, yeah, he does all types of wild stuff. All Things that of... I don't think people even think of. It's almost yeah, that's I mean, the thing. He's like throwing across to... the chest, he's like looking one way and passing a fucking dagger on a rope yeah. the other the, to the other side of the field. Like it's crazy. But he's young too, you know. You, that's the thing with championships in sports. You got to get your heart broken. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It almost always happens. It's it's rare that uh, I'm trying to think. Yeah. So let's see. I mean, this could be the start of something big for him. Who was saying? Was that you that said he was best ever? Did you just say that to me the other day? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I said it to you. I said he might be, and you <laughs> you might have overheard that. I think I was saying it to someone else. <laughs> well, we'll figure it out, and we'll let you know next episode. We'll see. Listeners. It's not not over. I mean, if he wins this one, it could put him on a roll. Then, I mean, he could yeah. he could be the best ever. He's still young, so we'll yeah. see. Cool. All right. Well, eat something green. That's right. Some eat later. something green. Enjoy. Wait, wait, wait. What was your pick? Uh, Did I'm you not say yours? Kansas is my pick. I'm not. I'm not going to do okay. the points, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're both rooting for Kansas City. Let's make it happen. Let's make it happen with the water and the green. That's right. Maybe some, some mango in there. Some man- mango and broccoli. Yeah, mix it all up. Mix up the mm-hmm. medicine. <laughs>